Welcome to the Case for Safety podcast. Our conversations with safety experts aim to share ideas and insights you can use to help your organization benefit from efforts to improve worker safety and health. I'm your host, Scott Fowler. ASP, CSP, CHST, these are acronyms you may have seen after the names of safety professionals, but have you ever wondered what these designations mean and what it takes to attain them? Here today to help us navigate the world of safety certification is Patrick Carroll. Patrick is president of Carroll Consulting. He is a certified safety professional, safety management specialist, and certified instructional trainer with more than 20 years of occupational safety and health experience. Uh, Patrick, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, Scott. Thanks a lot for having me. Uh, great to have you. And now, uh, before we get started, I just wanted to let our listeners know that during our conversation today, we're going to kind of, as I mentioned, navigate the the world of safety certification. But we're, uh, you know, not in any way trying to say that one safety certification is better than another. You know, and endorsing safety certification, but just to kind of let folks know what options are out there if they're if they're interested in getting certified. So, uh, so with that, I thought we could kick things off by. Just kind of giving folks an idea of, you know, what it means to be certified, the difference between certified and certification, all that good stuff. So uh, so I thought we could start there. Yeah, sure. So, Scott, you mentioned uh, the difference. Uh, you talked about certificate and being certified. There is a little bit of a difference. They both sound very similar, but they're actually pretty different. So oftentimes we hear about certificate programs um, and you might think of like the OSHA 10 or OSHA 30. Those are certificate programs where you, you complete a course or a series of courses on a specific topic and you get a certificate. There's no ongoing requirements. As opposed to being certified, uh, accredited certification, that's where you uh, pass an exam uh, and it's a, uh, you've got a certification that's awarded by a third party. And it typically uh, you must qualify to sit for the exam. And then it requires you to maintain that certification. So there's there's a pretty big difference between the two. And at the end of the day, it's it's um, it's about establishing your credibility, establishing your level of expertise. Now, getting into some of the the specific certifications, you've got a, a few of them uh, after your name. So I thought we could uh, kind of talk through some of the specific uh, certifications that that safety professionals could go after. You know, ASP, CSP, CHST. If we kind of uh, talk through some of those. Yeah, sure. And you know what? I, th- I think you made a great point in the opening. They all provide a, a, a different level of benefit. So it's the OHST, the CHST, that's the Occupational Hygiene and Safety Technician and the Construction Health and Safety Technician. Uh, they require three years of experience in the field. The CHT requires three years of construction experience. And you can sit for that exam. So if you don't qualify, for example, for the CSP, you can take the OHST or the CHST. Um, I've got an SMS, that's a safety management specialist. Uh, that's a, a certification that emphasizes management skills and requires 10 years of experience to sit for that exam. Uh, and, and one that I'm really excited about is the CIT, the Certified Instructional Trainer. I don't know one safety professional who hasn't or doesn't do training today. Uh, and so if, if that's an area where you have some passion in, uh, the CIT uh, says that you've attained a level of expertise in program development, design and delivery. And, uh, you know, I, I think about the CIT and I think about uh, a lot of the safety pros out there who build training. And, and, and I'm guilty of this. The first thing you want to do when you have to build a training program is you go grab a PowerPoint and start populating PowerPoint slides. 
But that CIT and studying, preparing for that CIT and passing that CIT uh, provides you with a level of expertise to really build some quality training. So that's the one that I, I really like. And it only requires that you have 135 hours of training to sit for that exam. So, and then the, the ASP, that's the fundamentals, uh, associate safety professional. And that requires a bachelor's degree in any field or an associate in safety in one year experience. You have to have that uh, to take the CSP. Of course, the CSP, the, the comprehensive safety uh, professional. I mean, that's the gold standard of safety certifications, right? That requires four years of experience or a, and a bachelor's degree or an associate in safety. Uh, or also, side note, you can waive the ASP if you, ha if you have, uh, for example, if you're a certified industrial hygienist or, or you're a, a graduate safety professional or you have the Army certification, the CP12. Those uh, certifications uh, will allow you to waive the ASP so you can sit for the CSP. So. So they all have their own benefits. Uh, they all address a, a you know a, um, a, an area in the in the safety profession that uh, that we work in, and, and um, I don't know that uh, really one is any better than the other. It just depends on on where you want to go and and where your passion is. Absolutely, that's that's a great transition to my next question, and you touched on it. Uh, a little bit there, but uh, for those who might be interested in in achieving a, a safety certification, how can someone know which certifications might be best for them or most applicable to them kind of based on maybe where they are in their career or the type of work they find themselves doing on a regular basis? Yeah, well, I think you just I uh, think you just answered that question, Scott. So yeah, where are you at today? Uh, and where do you want to be in one year, three years, five years? Where's your interest and where's your passion? I, I know a lot of safety professionals are really passionate about training. I encourage you to look at the CIT. Uh, I know uh, other pro safety professionals uh, get involved in uh, more of a, a management uh, area, a more strategic area. Then the safety management uh, specialist is is the one for you. And and look at the, the qualifications. And uh, for example, if uh, you're just coming out of college and, you, and you, uh, you, maybe you don't qualify for the CSP, but you, can, you do qualify for the uh, CHST or the OHST. So, uh, you know, it depends on where you want to go. And, and uh, certainly in the consulting world, uh, people look at those, uh, those credentials and they attach a level of expertise to them. So, uh, so know where you want to go, know where your interest is, know where your passion is, and know what you qualify to, to sit for. So with, with all that in mind, once somebody has an idea, I, okay, I want to go to, with this certification, and this may vary depending on what that certification is, what is the process for getting certified? Oh, excellent question, because you just don't go sign up to take the exam, right? <laughs> so these are uh, Board of Certified Safety Professional exams. Uh, so you have, they have to approve you first. So you have to apply to the BCSP to sit for the exams. They'll make sure that you have the, the, the right qualifications to sit for the exam. At that point, once you've applied and they've accepted you, you get a note back from them and they say, yep, you're good to go. That's when you, you actually have to purchase the exam and schedule the exam. So the exams are at the Pearson View testing centers. Uh, so you will uh, you'll register with Pearson View and schedule the exam with them. Uh, and that's something you have to do ahead of time. That's one thing I think a lot of people 
don't realize is they, they think they get to a point where, okay, I, I want to, I'm ready to take the exam this week. Well, it may not be available this week. You have to get it scheduled. And I encourage people to, you know, look two or three or four weeks even out ahead and get it scheduled. In fact, scheduling exam, an exam um, employs the, the, um, the law of urgency, right? So when you know you've got it scheduled and you know you've got uh, money in the game, you've, you've already got it paid for, you're more likely to spend the time to start studying right away. So, so that's, that's a big part of the process, getting it scheduled. Um, and then once it's scheduled, you're ready to go. Okay, great. Now that we've talked to kind of the, the certification process, I wonder we could talk about something you, you touched on a little bit ago is, is retaining that certification. You know, it's not it's not a one and done deal that, you know, you, you get you get certified and, and you're good forever. So I wonder if you could talk a little bit through that recertification process, if you will, what it takes to retain that certification throughout your career. Oh, yeah, sure. So you've got a five-year, the BCSP gives you a five-year cycle to recertify. So what that means is every five years, you have to accumulate 25 points. That sounds a lot harder than it really is. Um, in fact, there's a lot of different ways you can accumulate points. You can simply be in the safety practice and accumulate points. You get points for being a member of ASSP. You get points for taking professional development uh, courses and seminars. You get points for service. I, I, I've been on the board with the, the Philadelphia chapter, ASSP. I get got points there. Um, you can publish uh, an article and get points there. One of my favorite ways to get points, and it's kind of double dipping, is uh, I go to a, a professional development conference and and speak at some of those conferences. So I get points for attending and I get points for speaking. Um, if you get another certification, you get points for that. If you get an advanced degree. So there's, it's really, really easy to accumulate points. And if you're at all investing in your career and investing in your professional development, you'll get 25 points in five years. So, and then once you do that, you submit uh, that uh, that paperwork to BCSP, and they approve you, and you're you're good for another five years. Okay, great. Uh, any uh, anything uh, you'd like to add? Any uh, final thoughts about uh, safety certification as uh, as we wrap up? Well, yeah, sure, Scott. I I, you know, I I would just encourage people, anybody in the safety profession, get certified. I, I, it does so much for your level of confidence. Uh, it does a lot for your your level of credibility and it says a lot about you that you're willing to invest in yourself. And again, it's, it's no guarantee of success, uh, but uh, it does, it, it does open up opportunities and I encourage everybody to, and I think, I think one last thought though, is that um, if you get certified, it reflects positively on the entire profession. So I'd encourage you to get, get certified. Okay, great. Yeah, I hope uh, hope our uh, listeners will take our conversation today and think about how safety certification could help them grow in their career and which opportunities might be uh, best for them. So, uh, so thank you again so much for uh, coming on, Patrick. I uh, really enjoyed our conversation. Oh, thanks, Scott. Thanks for having me. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Case for Safety podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also connect with us at ASSP.org and follow us on Twitter at ASSP Safety. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.